Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. I wanted to jump in and tell you that I truly think that today's episode is one of the most important fundamental episodes of the show. And here's why. Every one of you that is building a passionate and prosperous life and business has made a decision to go your own way or to do your own thing and to utilize your gifts, skills, and passion in the way that's going to serve you, your life, your desires, and the world at what feels like the highest level to you. And doing that requires you to be able to be a human being while also being excellent at making what you want happen. And that's not easy because, true fact, being human isn't easy. And as I've been evolving with the show, you are about to listen to episode 24, even I have been learning more and more about how I can serve you at the highest level. And I had a major download recently about what is going to be my next course, which is called Prosper. It's a six-week course that's going to be happening in June and July, and it's a training for entrepreneurs and leaders, so all of you, who want to learn how to use next-level mindset and coaching skills to shift your own being to a new level, as well as to have more impact on others in every aspect of your life by showing up as a leader at all times and having powerful conversations that lead to creating more clients, being an even better coach or teacher than you already are and making more money. And it's going to be at what I consider to be a steal of an investment. I'll have more details for you soon, but I just want you to be able to start thinking about this. And if you are so inclined, shoot me an email or send me a message on social media with the word prosper so that you can be eligible for any special early action bonuses that I may have up my sleeve. And if you know me, you know, there are going to be some. And with that, I am so excited to bring you episode 24 of Passionate and Prosperous. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. So today, we are going to be talking about being a human being, (laughs) so being human, you have no choice, while also being someone who helps others, who's in service to other people, who helps other people to succeed or get outcomes, who claims that you can help people get results, right? So everyone who's listening, all of you who are passionate and prosperous people in the world, that you're building your life and business, I know that you are the coaches, the creatives, the the um, teachers, the mentors, the leaders, the healers, the helpers, right? I always say all of this, like everyone who I... Um, I believe, who I attract to this show, really is living a life, right, where the work that you do and how you show up in the world is that you are committed to other people getting what they want, other people getting the results that they want, the outcomes that they want. And, you know, we're heart-centered, we're soulful. um, And here's another thing that I know about all of us is that we all care deeply about doing our job the best that we possibly can, right? Everybody that is listening to this show, I know that you are someone who takes absolute pride in everything that you do, that you want more than anything to feel like you're giving people the best experience possible, that you are living up to what you say you can do, right? Um, And that's a lot of pressure. (laughs) It's a lot 
to to be someone who declares out in the world and to the people that you work with and to the people that you want to attract that you can help them and that you can help them get outcomes and results, right? And that you can help them get what they want. And I think that when we take that really seriously and when we really want to be able to do it and show up for people, right, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and we get this idea that we have to be perfect, right, that we have to be perfect at what we're saying we can help other people do and that we have to be able to do it ourselves all the time, right? What we're saying we help other people do, that we're doing it ourselves all the time in order to be justified or qualified or, you know, or to have the right to say that this is what we do. And I know this. I know this for a fact because I have been a teacher and a mentor, and now a coach, right? All three of those things at once, right? I consider, still consider myself to be a teacher and a mentor and added coach a couple of years ago. Um, and I know because I have been showing up in the world, right, to my, for a very long time to my students, right, my yoga students when I was teaching yoga full time and training other people to be, to be yoga teachers. And, you know, when I really think about it, even before that, when, um, for many years, uh, in my earlier life, like in my teens and twenties, I taught dance. I, you know, I've been teaching people how to do things that I know how to do for a really long time. And, I know, just like you know, that that there can be a lot of mindfucker stuff going on when you are maybe not feeling that you're at the the top of your game, right? Or that you're not like at your in peak form. Because when you do something that requires for you to be kind of walking the walk, right? This is what we all want to do. We want to walk the walk that we talk. You've heard that expression before. When you're doing something that requires you to walk the walk in order for you to be authentic, in order for you to be genuine, right? Like you definitely can't tell someone else that you know about something or that you can help them do something if you don't walk the walk that you talk yourself. But there's a big but here. The way that you do that, right, or the level that you do that, the level that you walk your walk, right, or the what it means to be at peak level, that fluctuates, that changes because you're a human being. And I think that especially those of you who are coaches, especially those of you who really help other people to change their habits, to change their lifestyle, um, or even those of you who are the teachers and the mentors, right, who are really helping other people to, to achieve outcomes that they, that they wanted, that they want to achieve. Um, when, you know, when you are doing that, you obviously want to be a great example. You want to be, you know, you want to be in peak form and you feel, and this is natural, that in order for someone else to trust that you're the real deal or to believe that you can help them, that they need to see, right, that that you do it too, that you believe in what you're telling them. Like if for someone to invest in working with you, they probably do need to see that you know what you're talking about because you've you've tried it, you've been practicing it, you know it works, right? And that they can see in a variety of different ways, and this is what we're going to talk about, that you have results. So it is true that in order for people to believe that you have a way of helping them get what they want, that they are looking to you as someone who's gotten those results themselves, right? And that's why they're going to trust and invest with it with you. Notice how I'm not saying in you because no one's investing in you, but with you to get those results. So when you're a human being, your results are not necessarily always going to be in peak form 24-7, right? Seven days a week, 52 weeks of the year, you know, every year of your life. Why? Because when you're a human being, human being stuff happens to you. Human being life happens to you. So 
when you're experiencing human being life yourself, when you're the provider, you're the, you're the person who's telling other people that you can help them get these amazing results, that you can help them have a better life, that you can help them get these outcomes, and you feel sometimes that life is hard. You've heard me say life is hard, so what are you going to do about it when you feel that life is hard or life throws you a curveball? Or maybe you just make a choice to not be like on top of your game for a period of time, whatever. You want to have fun. You want to be frivolous. You want to like drop the your your perfect eating habits. You want to, you, you take a break from exercising for a little while. You, you have something happen in your life that causes you to need to Netflix and chill and sit with a pint of ice cream or or you can't coach yourself into being totally resilient and perfect. You do need to kind of take a step back or allow yourself to feel shitty or allow yourself to have a pity party or allow yourself to, you know, to be mad or all the things that that are part of being human that I think sometimes when you claim to be someone who can help other people fix those, not fix, but when you can help other people, you know, have a better experience of life, and then your experience of life has the usual, has the ups and downs, and you're human, it can really, really mess with your mind about whether or not you are qualified to help someone else. And this is a really important thing for us to look at because if you want to have a successful business, right, if you want to have a successful business, you cannot always take yourself out of the game whenever you have a moment of feeling like you have to be human or when you have a moment of feeling like you're not quote unquote perfect. And we're going to talk about that in, in, in a little bit. Or when you're having a time when you're struggling or when you're having a time when you fell off the, 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 the perfect, you know, behavior, whatever it is that when you're experiencing those possible times in life. And when I say possible, I'm being gentle because the truth is, is the probable times you can't shut your business down. You can't stop doing what you do. And this is not the same episode as the one that I did when I had COVID, right? About showing up. I'm not talking about showing up. I'm not saying you got to show up. I mean, that's that's another episode and you do have to show up. But what I'm talking about, about right now is your ability to not question your skills and your expertise and your amazingness and your right to keep doing what you're doing, right? And your ability to keep talking to, to people and, and creating clients and to keep believing that you can still attract and serve and convert clients even when you in the back, you know, in the, in the, in the, what do I want to say, the backstage, right? Or behind the scenes are not living your absolute perfect ideal, you know, uh, vision of what it is that you help other people do and that you say that you're successful at. Because that's completely unrealistic and a crazy amount of pressure to put on yourself. So I'm going to go into some specific examples of what made me want to talk about this, okay? As you know, I have conversations, first of all, every day practically with my clients, right? I mean, I talk to clients all day long, every day. And one of the other things that I do is I I, I talk to a lot of people who are in beginning stages of their business who are in my Out of Overwhelm and Into Action group program, right? So you've heard me talk about that program. It's happening right now. We're in that program. And in that program, everyone in there are mostly people who are really in the early stages of developing their business. And that's what the program is for, right? It's like a, it's like a get, you know, really get your foundation going program. So not only do I talk to all my clients and myself, I do talk to myself, right? Not only do I know about me and do I know about my, my uh, and the people in Out of Overwhelm are my clients. I know a lot of you listen to the show. You're my clients. I didn't mean that, but I meant my, my clients that may be further along in their business, right? As well as the people in Out of Overwhelm that, you know, I get to talk to people all day long. And I also do talk to people, as you've heard me mention, over social media, right? Because I 
reach out when I see people posting about struggles. I see people posting, you know, questions about, oh my God, I don't know how to get a client, right? That's like the number one thing that people post about, you know, how do I get a client? And I'm, and I respond often to messages and I'll be in an engaging conversation with someone. And the stuff that comes up all the time is this, is what I'm talking about. It's the self-doubt and the reaction that we have to being able to, to show up and tell other people what we do and that we can help them when we are experiencing our human life and then we question whether or not other people are going to see us as someone who's capable of helping them or as an expert. So it's kind of both. It's kind of first you go through the, the thing of going, who am I to be a life coach if my life is falling apart, right? Or who am I to be a life coach if I can't even fucking make it through a day without like, blah, blah, okay? Or like, who am I to be a health coach if, you know, if I just, you know, squirted whipped cream into my mouth from the refrigerator? <laughs> and so the first thing is that we question ourselves, Right when we're not quote unquote perfect, as if that's a thing. Um, and then we make up this whole story about other people not seeing us as qualified, right? As if they're, as if they're there, as if they have like a hidden secret camera and they found, had some way of finding out, you know, that you are having a shitty day, <laughs> that you don't want to get out of bed, right? Or that you, you ate the whipped cream directly from the can. Like like they're going to know. And so you start making up an entire story about how they are not going to um you know see you as an expert. They're going to they're going to they're going to realize you're a total fraud and a total imposter um and they're not going to want to work with you. They're going to want to work with someone who on Instagram looks fucking perfect, right? I mean, come on. We all tell ourselves this story, right? Like I, I think I talked about this in one of the episodes. I just had this like really funny flash in my brain um, that I, I might have brought this up. I don't remember if I did, but my, I have a friend, my friend Lisa and I, she's a, she's another coach. She's a different kind of coach and we're friends and we, we get together and talk about uh, talk about business like we try to do it like once a month or every other month or something. And anyway, we've had a lot of conversations about like about business coaches whose every photo of them on Instagram is in a bikini. I think I might've talked about this. So anyway, like it can really fuck with your head if you're, a, a, you know, if you're me <laughs> and you're, I mean, it doesn't fuck with my head. Like, I, like I think that that's like what I'm supposed to do, but it could, but if you are looking at Instagram and you're thinking that that's what other people want, right? If you're thinking like everyone's going to want to work with the business coach who like wears a bikini every day and that's all their photos on Instagram, you know, that can really mess with you. Okay, let's even go, what if she was a health coach, right? And then you think you help people <laughs> with your health and then you see these other health coaches and they're just wearing bikinis and then you start thinking that's who the people are going to want to be their coach. They're going to want the people that have a quote unquote perfect body because that's going to legitimize them as an amazing coach, right? This is so not true. I can't even tell you to what degree it's not true. Like, I cannot even tell you, like, to what extent it is not true. But unfortunately, we tell ourselves this story. We do this, and that's our human brain. Hi, thanks for thanks for being human again, right? Your human brain is going to do all of these, these this storytelling and this making up of things. And then you're going to use it as evidence against yourself. You're going to make cases against yourself about why you're not perfect enough or, you know, what other people think of when they think, I mean, look how fucked up that is. What other people think of when they think of someone that does what you do and that does it really well. And then you start telling yourself that you're not that. So you're, you're in an entire spiral about what other people are going to think about you and the work that you do. And they don't know anything about the work that you do other than what you share. Okay. So other than what you put out there, and if you're if you're putting out there nothing, they're not going to think anything about you and the work that you do. They're definitely not going to think that like you don't have a good enough body to do the work that you do, okay? And if you're putting out value, then they're definitely not going to be thinking 
I wonder if I can trust this person's valuable value that they're putting out. I bet you that secretly behind the scenes, they are a total wreck and they don't have any results. I mean, again, this is the kind of shit that we put ourselves through. So the reason why I I started off by saying like, we're going to talk about like being human while doing the work that you do is because there's a reality, which is that you're never not going to be a human being. And as much of the work that you, that you do, right? Like that you're a living, um, uh, client, right? You're your own client with all of us. Anything that we do, we're our own client. We, we do the work that we help other people to do. We do it ourselves, right? So you're always going to be a human being. And therefore, even in the work that you do, that you do really well and that you know how to do and that you've been doing for a long time, whatever that is, you are not going to be able to be quote unquote, on point, perfect, at your peak level, um, focusing a thousand percent on what you're doing, having perfect habits, perfect behavior, um, you know, never having a low vibe day. Like it's not possible. So if you, if you, if you put that burden on yourself or that pressure on yourself, if you say the only way I can be legit to tell other people What I can help them with is if I do it every day, all day long, 24-7, perfect, never fall off, never have a a bad day, never, you know, have shit come up in life, never have like even, I mean, honestly, I have had, and we're going to, I'm going to actually tell you some, some real life examples, not only of me, but of other people in a moment. But I mean, if we ran, and so this brings me back to the running your business. If you ran your business that way, if you were like, well, I'm being perfect right now, so I'm going to open the door and invite a client in. And then you have a shitty period of time, whatever, like something happens, you get sick. I mean, one of the number one things that happens in our human lives is that we get something happens to us that requires our attention. We have an injury, we get we get sick, we have we we have to deal with something. We have to like deal with a health thing. Health things come up, right? Health is is a real thing. It's part of being human, right? Um, or someone else, like our family member. Um, something, you know, something happens and we have to, we have to like our time changes, our ability to 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 do things the way that we always do them in order to like to be at our peak, right? Having your perfect habits, having your routines. Okay. Something happens and throws you off your routine because you have to, you have to change the game and show up in a different way for, for a period of time. Okay. So if every time that happened, you went through the whole story of now you're not, now you're not qualified to help someone because you're having an experience that is not, you know, optimistic and perfect and everything is like, you know, sunshine and flowers. And you're going to say, now I can't try to create a client, right? Then you are never going to be able to have a sustainable business because that's crazy. You're always going to be human and there are always going to be things that come up. And you've heard me say, like I said earlier, when I came up with my, my title, life is hard. So what are you going to do about it? right? It, this is a lot of what I was, what that is about. It's not only about the showing up, showing up, meaning like you have to be resilient and show up even when shit's hitting the fan, but it's also not only about showing up, but what I realized when I wanted to make this episode was like, it, something has to happen before the showing up when shit hits the fan. It's the, you have to realize that when shit hits the fan, it doesn't make you less qualified to do the work that you do. And that's what this episode is about. It's not about, listen, rise to the occasion, be resilient, like push through, like, you know, shit happens, show up anyway. It's not that. It's subtle, but it's different. What I'm talking about right now is much more about you thinking that in order to help someone else, you have to be perfect. Okay? So what do I mean by this? So let's say, let's say I'm a health coach and I say that I help people lose weight. And personally, I've lost weight. I've up-leveled my health. I've changed my habits. I now have a really amazing, healthy lifestyle that I love. I exercise. I feel fabulous. I have energy, uh, you know, and I don't look like a fitness model. Okay. I don't appear to be like, you know, 
uh, a stereotypical, um, I don't know, skinny person. Okay. <laughs> like, right. Maybe, maybe, maybe I even still want to lose some weight. Maybe I'm a health coach that helps other people lose weight and I've lost weight and I feel great. And I'm, I have an incredible healthy lifestyle and, and, and I still want to lose some weight. Does that mean that I do not have the right to tell other people that I can help them to lose weight? A, the answer is absolutely not. Of course, you can still tell people you can do that. And, and it is crazy. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to say it's crazy. And if you are also living in, living in fear that other people won't pick you to be their health coach, if you think that you are not skinny enough to be a health coach, okay, that's going to be a problem. If you being a human being, and being someone who is possibly always going to be managing your health and weight and always being, you know, someone who is, you know, thinking about how to be the best version of yourself and 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 sometimes wants to up level or sometimes wants to make a change if you think that being human disqualifies you from from being an incredible health coach for someone else then you are sabotaging yourself and you are going to make it that you never have that you never have a business right um we can i can give you the scenarios about this in every way i'm actually going to go back in time and tell you about like all the people that I trained to be yoga teachers, right? Now, you know, if you've ever done yoga, you know that there's like this huge spectrum of yoga poses, right? So so it begins with simply sitting, right? Sitting with your legs crossed is a yoga pose. Sitting is a yoga pose. So, so think about the skill level of that, the difficulty of that. Now, it's difficult to sit for a long period of time if your hips are tight, I'll give you that. But I'm just talking like, range of, of, of skillfulness in a yoga practice is starts with sitting and then goes to wrapping your legs around your head, <laughs> right? Or, or balancing on your head. Okay. So like there's this huge range of physical poses in yoga. And what yoga really is, is a philosophy. Yoga is a philosophy. Yoga is not the poses. The poses are tools to help you get the outcomes that the philosophy is about, right? So what is yoga? Yoga is a philosophy and it is a practice that helps you to get right, get your thoughts together, get your brain together, right? Get your, the, the, like to work with your head. That's what yoga is. It is completely a psychological practice. It is completely a practice about the brain. That is what yoga is. It's a, it's, it's an acknowledgement that human beings have a really hard time distinguishing between their thoughts and their true self. That is literally what yoga is, right? And then because it's really hard to work with the mind, which is so subtle, right? Your mind is subtle. Your thoughts are subtle. Subtle means that they're not tangible, right? Subtle is like, is something that's energetic or that's a, an idea. It's not, it's, you know, it's not um, physical and tangible. You can't hold a thought in your fingers, right? So that's subtle. So here you are working with this like really subtle thing. And what yoga says is, Hmm. It's really hard to just dive into the subtle. So we should start with like what interferes with your ability to be quiet enough to deal with the subtle. And that's the physical body. So your physical body needs to be like really, really healthy and really balanced. And it needs to be working optimally in order for you to get to the mind stuff. That's the, that's like kind of a generalized, you know, I'm giving you sort of a generalized philosophy of yoga. So there, here comes the poses. Right? So the poses are tools. The poses are tools to help you condition the body so that you can then like condition the mind. And you can do them simultaneously. You don't have some, you don't have to have some perfectly conditioned, you know, body 
in order to work with your mind. And of course, anyone that has any physical disability or, you know, dis- you know, anybody who's not physically abled, anything that you have, yoga can be accommodate, you know, you can accommodate your practice. But at the end of the day, there is an understanding that that the poses are really just tools to help you to get to a place where you can do that deeper work on, on the mind, okay? So that being said, I've taught all these people who want to come do a yoga teacher training, right? And their number one concern is whether or not they can be a yoga teacher if they can't do every pose. Can I be a yoga teacher if I can't stand on my head? Can I still be a yoga teacher if I can't put my leg behind my my head? Can I still be a yoga teacher if I'm not perfect at doing crow pose and arm balance? Can I be a yoga teacher if I can't do a handstand? Can I be, right? And listen, I've heard these questions a million times. So, and I'm not making fun of them. I'm just saying this is what we do to ourselves. I, I don't even know like where it, where you know where it originated, but this idea that you have to be perfect at everything that you are helping people do, right? Is it's I don't know where it comes from. Maybe it's just one of those things that's our default setting. You know, I talk about the default settings of the brain all the time. Okay, so can you not teach yoga if you can't do a headstand? Well, the answer is you just can't teach someone how to do a headstand, <laughs> right? So like, should you teach a headstand to someone if you can't do a headstand? Mm, I'm going to have to say like, probably not. Now, could you teach someone a headstand against the wall if that's how you can do a headstand? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So I've had to tell so many people who wanted to train to be a yoga teacher that it was okay to become a yoga teacher at whatever physical level of yoga they were at because, and this is now going to apply to all of you, not just yoga teachers, but okay, because there's always someone who is not at the level that you're at. There's always someone who can't do any version of a headstand and will be really excited to learn from someone who can do it at the wall how to do headstand at the wall right? And you are qualified to teach somebody something that you can do or have done before and they haven't yet. They're not there yet. So we're always qualified to be helping or teaching people with the things that they can't do if we can do it or we've done it before, even if in this moment we can't, right? Like, so, I mean, I was a yoga, I mean, I have been a yoga teacher for like 20 years. In those 20 years, as someone who uses my body a lot, I would, I'm going to tell you that I've had some form of injury or ailment or hurt in like every, every part of it, probably every toe, each wrist, each elbow, each shoulder. I had a, I've had a, a labral tear in my hip. I've had times where I was like, oh, my knee hurts. I've had uh, ruptured discs in my back. Not, not from yoga. I want to be clear. Like not that I've injured myself <laughs> doing yoga, but when you use your body a lot, you know, um, shit happens. You get, you, 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 you tweak something, you all, you know, and I have like, um, really hyperflexible joints. So like, um, I just always have had like, oh, all of a sudden my elbow feels weird, you know? And so therefore at those times, there are certain poses that like I wouldn't do or I wouldn't like doing because they would not be comfortable. Now, does that mean I can't teach that pose to other people just because in that moment I'm not doing that pose? No, it doesn't mean that. I know that pose so deeply, so deeply. It's like deeply ingrained in my cellular being. It, It is so in me and I can imagine myself doing that pose so clearly that I can absolutely teach someone else how to do that pose, even if I'm not able to do it in that moment. So we could go through like every one of your professions, right? I can tell you this about being a life coach, right? I was like, okay, gave you the health coach example. So what? So what? You still want to lose some weight. Have you lost weight? Have you changed your lifestyle? Have you had a massive transformation? Do you feel like incredibly qualified to talk to someone else about how to uplevel their health? And at the same time, you still have work to do because you're a work in progress and you still want to like keep up leveling. Are you allowed to be someone else's health coach? 
hell yeah, you are, right? Just like you're allowed to be someone's yoga teacher and just like you're allowed to be someone's life coach, right? Even if like you're going through a shitty thing in your life. That happens, you guys. That happens. If you want to be what you are for a long period of time, somewhere in that span of time, something's going to happen. It's just being human, right? Human life happens while you're also being someone who has already mastered something or gone through a transformation or changed your own life or, you know, had some sort of massive radical breakthrough or aha that now, like, you know, let you know what your purpose is. You can have all of those experiences and also still be a human being who may have some some other stuff happening that's going to sometimes take you in and out of you feeling like you're at your absolute best. That whole time that I owned a yoga studio, I was doing fertility treatments. Um, I mean, not every day of every week, but over the course of many years. So on and off, like, you know, always like basically my whole life was about um, when the next cycle was going to happen. And, you know, every time I would I would be on medication or whatever. It changed the way I felt. I mean, you know, injecting myself with all kinds of hormones. I've gained weight. You know, there was a lot of times that I didn't feel even like the way other people, like I was self-conscious of the way I looked. I was self-conscious of like, oh, oh, here I am, like the head of the studio, the yoga teacher, the teacher training. And now, you know, I'm I'm not telling everyone that I'm doing all these fertility treatments and I'm injecting myself and I'm gaining some weight. And to me, I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, oh, no, I look too fat. I don't look like someone who's, you know, should be going and being the expert yoga teacher. But, you know, that was my, that was my experience of being human. And I had to do the work around making sure that I knew that I was still qualified and that if I was having my own feelings and my own experience about my weight gain or about how I felt in my body, I could make choices, right? Now, I didn't choose to not teach the yoga, not teach or not teach my yoga teacher trainings. You know, I made that choice. I made that choice. I was like, no, there's nothing about what's happening for me right now that makes it that I can't still show up and be an incredible teacher. If I felt that I couldn't do that, I would have taken off time, I suppose. But at the end of the day, I had to do the work to really separate out like what really makes me an amazing teacher? What really makes me an amazing coach? What really makes me really, really qualified and really great at what I do? Is that whether I weigh five more pounds or not? Just like what makes me a great coach for other people is the fact that I can show up for them and do the work I need to do with as a human being, right? And if that work is man, I'm having a rough time right now. I've got a lot of shit going on in my personal life. And listen, I've been here many times. That's why I'm I'm, I'm able to tell you this. I have a lot of shit going on in my personal life. I'm like, I'm feeling really scared or anxious about like X, Y, or Z. And because I'm an amazing coach and I've done so much training and I've done so much transformational work and know so well how the brain works, I can do any number of things to prepare to show up for a client. I can I can coach myself. I can give myself grace. I can have compassion for myself. I can love myself. I can step outside of my personal experience and enter into my coach zone, my zone of genius at will and show up for somebody. That's what makes me an expert. Not that I never have the problems or the shit or the thoughts, but it's that I know what to do with them so that I don't confuse my human experience with my credentials or my ability to help somebody. And I am seeing this everywhere. And it pains me to see you all, passionate, passionate individuals who love what you do, 
who have trained, who take every opportunity to increase your skills, who feel so passionate about helping others, who want so badly to use your gifts and your skills and do the work that lights you up and make money doing it, it pains me to think that you ever disqualify yourself for being human. It pains me to think that you would ever question all of that that input, that energy, that time, everything that you've done, the investment, all the investments that you've made, right? I mean, I get messages all the time from coaches who invested thousands of dollars in their training and then life happened, right? Life happens. COVID happened, <laughs> right? To everybody. Where something happens in their personal life that's that's hard um, or, you know, or they get discouraged about not being able to create clients like right away. And then they they deem themselves as, uh, they disqualify themselves. Now I'm not qualified. I'm not qualified. Not enough people wanted to work. Nobody saw it immediately. Nobody wanted to work with me. I guess everybody f- sees that I'm not perfect or that I'm not like the top expert in the field. Or maybe they see that I that I um that I don't wear a bikini <laughs> in all my photos. So I'm not a good enough health coach for them. Um, you know, maybe maybe they, I don't even know. It's the the thing where we make up the stories anyway about what other people think or what they, or what they want. Right. Um, including, okay. Like if you're me and I'm, you know, and I say, oh, I'm a business coach. Right. But if you follow me, one of the things that you know about me is I don't post how much money I make every day. Right. You've never seen me make a post like I just made 10K in one day. Who wants to work with me? Or, you know, I just had a 20K cash month. Who wants to join my program? I mean, what the fuck is that? Right. Now, I get it. Like, there are some people who think that if that's what the coach says they do, then they're a good coach. I don't think that. I don't think that's any measure of whether or not someone's a good business coach because they're making a a post on social media about how much money they make. And if you think that that's what makes somebody a good business coach, then I'm sorry. I hope that like you have more criteria, more criteria to figure that out. Okay. Um, That is like, if I thought that, that because I don't make seven figures yet, because I'm not a seven-figure CEO, that I'm not qualified to say I'm a business coach and to help you, any of you, make more money, well, that would be crazy if I disqualified myself. If I actually thought that I wasn't good enough or that I wasn't, a, you know, a, a good enough coach or I didn't have enough validity because I wasn't making seven figures to then turn around and say that I could help someone who's making no money make money, right? So we can all do this to ourselves, right? If, if you know, okay, so you say that you are a creative, right? And you help other people um, with their stuff, like whether that's like you, you're a copywriter or you're a social media, um, you know, expert or you're a virtual assistant, like, you know, there's, there's all kinds of ways that like, that we can be creative and, 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 and where we're helping other people. And if we think, oh, I can't help someone else, um, make really great copy or be a great writer or, you know, write, help them, help them with their website or whatever. If I haven't won awards for it, then you're setting yourself up for disaster. You're putting your own limitations on what, on what you get to be credentialed and certified to do. When the truth is, and now I'm going to talk about like what does certify you and what does give you the credentials, right? When the truth is you've got the credentials and you've got what you need to be certified because if you're really, if you're really great at what you do, you've been doing it and you have ways of showing that value, you have ways of creating content around it. Right. So this is where we get into what does it look like to be able to stay in your business and to stay in the belief that you're good enough to do what you do 
even when there are ups and downs in life, right? What does that look like? So I'm going to tell you. You know all of the things that you've done to get to where you are today. If you are someone who helps someone else, other people, to get outcomes, to be successful, to change something, I mean, that's what all of you do, right? I mean, all of you, even if you help other people to make decisions, even if you, even if what you do is something where you are someone's partner or guide, you know, um, in terms of, of, of helping them know the lay of the land of something. I'm thinking very specific. If I sound like weird right now, I'm thinking about my friend Todd, who I know listens to the show, and he's he's a, a real estate uh, broker, right? But I consider that to be somebody who, like, that's a major thing. When people are looking to buy a home, when people are looking to buy, uh, you know, their next place that they're going to live, that they're going to raise their family, that they're going to, you know, make a life for themselves. It's a big thing. It's a big investment, right? And, and it's a, and it's a, and it's really specific. And it's, and it's something that we all have like, we're all going to have like a different feeling when we walk into a place about whether or not this feels like the right place. So, you know, I'm thinking about my friend Todd, my friend Todd, because when he first told me that he loved the show, of course, my first thought, because this is the way all of us think, my first thought was, oh, really? Oh, um, but he's not even a coach or a creative, <laughs> right? And I'm like, but yes, he is. He's totally a creative person. Like, how do I, you know, how do I know him? He he was he was best friends grow, like growing up with my best friend from college, and we're all creatives. We're all creatives, okay? And we're all people who have devoted our lives to being in businesses that really, before this, he was in publishing. We've all devoted our lives to doing things that involve being creative or helping other people be creative or being in service, connecting with other people. If you're a real estate broker, what is your job? Your job is to like meet with people and to be, to be someone who they trust, and to care about them getting the outcome that they want and to be totally invested in finding them what's going to feel perfect and amazing and then walking them through the process, which can be, I haven't done it myself buying wise, but I've rented, um, you know, like a really like difficult or scary process about money and all these things, right? And so I'm thinking about my friend and I'm like, yeah, it makes perfect sense to me that, 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 that this show would resonate with him, right? Now, when, when what you do, right, is, is help other people, you discover at some point why you're good at doing that. Like why, why you are now the right person to help other people to do what it is that you're helping them do. And the reason I brought up Todd was to just say, like, not everyone's a coach, but anyone who's listening to the show, what you do involves you knowing that you have some sort of experience, expertise, you've taken yourself through some sort of transformation, you have you have certifications, you've gone to some sort of training or school, you've all of this backup for why you're good enough to do what you do. So knowing that you're human, knowing that you're a human being with a human mind that's going to be an asshole, right? Or that being human's life experiences are going to happen to you, right? So you've got both things. You've got human life, shit happens, and then you've got human brain, can be an asshole. <laughs> Both of these things about being human, you need to know that you're qualified all the time. And the way that you know that is you get to look back at your own journey and you get to outline what it is that you know you do with your people because you can do that with your people no matter what's going on with yourself. So one of the things that I teach all my clients and in Out of Overwhelm, right, in everything I do, one of the things that I teach is that you have to know what your signature system or your process is. You have to be able to look back 
at how you've gotten your own results, even if you don't feel like the results are there today, right? Even if like when you first had your major transformational whatever, you got these incredible results and then you plateaued a little bit or life happened and there's been some up and downs. But overall, you know what you did that that got you to where you are. You know what you've done to be successful. You know what works. Even if you're not perfect every single day, you know what it is. Now, if you only know what it is intuitively and and therefore when shit happens, you forget it, that could be a problem. So how do you solve this problem of being human while showing up in service? How do you solve the problem of being human while having a business? How do you solve the problem of being human while providing transformation for other people or providing outcomes for other people? Well, you do it by making sure that you have clarity about what the process is, the proven process that you've done yourself, that you can always go back to. Remember, that's another key, right? That's another important part here. So, so you fell off. So you've had some shitty habits. So you've gone through a period where you haven't been being Miss Healthy or Mr. Healthy. So you've gone through a period where you've been feeling a little blue. So you've gone through a period where you didn't feel like showing up on social media. So you've gone through a period where, you know, you were, you were having to like focus more on other areas of your life and not your business. Okay. Whatever it is. If you know with clarity what your system is, what you know works, you can always come back to it. The minute you decide to make that choice, you know what? I've had my pity party. I've had my moment of not feeling my best. I've been, you know, I've been laying around, you know, feeling bad for myself. I've been in mourning. I've been grieving, whatever it is. You know, I've been feeling like I just wanted to have fun. You know, I just wanted to like, oh, I just wanted to have abandon and go on my vacation and not give a shit what I eat, right? Whatever it is. If you know your system, if you know how you help people, including yourself, if that's clear to you, if you know what the pillars are or what the steps are of your signature system of how you do your incredible work, you can always come back to it for yourself when you need it. And you can always have it for other people when they need it and when you're working with them. And if you do the work that you need to do to recognize that you and your humanness are never going away, like that you're hum- you being a human being is always going to be who you are. If you're willing to say, you know what, I acknowledge that I'm always going to be a human being. And I also want to acknowledge or what I'd like is to not feel that every time I feel human, I, I can't do my business or I can't be in my business, or I'm not qualified, or I can't have powerful conversations, or I I can't uh, guide someone to saying yes to the investment, like, because I'm feeling shitty about myself, right? Like, if you can get to the point where you know that you being human can be it's not totally separated because you are your business. You are you. You are the work you do. We've talked about that a lot. That's the whole showing up thing too. But if you can get to the point where you can where you can be gentle enough and forgive yourself enough and know the tools that work to help you to, to put aside being human, right? Or at least to move it over and be like, hey, human me, I'm going to put you over here for a minute <laughs> while I access... This other part of me that also is always present, it's always available, it's always accessible. You did way too much work to get that part of you strong and to train it and to learn and to do all the things that you've done. What are you going to do? Like pretend it's not there? It is there. That The coach part of you, the creative part of you, the service part of you, the healer part of you, the helper part of you, the part of you that cares deeply about other people and their outcomes and their success, the part of you that lights up and loves when you're in your zone of genius, when you're actually getting to like do what you know you're amazing at, that part of you is still there. Even when the human part of you is being really, really dominant and and needing to be sometimes. 
right? Sometimes you need to be in your human part of you to deal with life and other the people around you. But that doesn't mean that the other part of you that is completely qualified, completely certified, that is validated, that is amazing at what you do, that that already knows how to do it, that already has experienced transformation, that can help other people get transformation, that is knowledgeable, right? That part of you is always there. It's just that you may have to make sure that you know how to how to pull up your system of transformation and the steps that you know are the ones the building blocks that you always go back to when you need to whatever you want to call it reset get get back on track get your shit together um show up for someone so that's why it's so important for you as as a passionate and prosperous business owner to do the work that you need to do to really have clarity about how you do your work. Because if your work is dependent on how you're feeling emotionally, that's going to be a problem. And when I say emotionally, I don't mean that like you, like again, the showing up thing, like where you have to show up even if like shit's going on in your life, that's only part of it. But when I say what's going on with you emotionally is you have to know that when you're thinking nobody will want to work with me because um, I'm because my life isn't perfect or no one's going to want to work with me because now I'm going through a breakup and I'm a life coach <clears throat> or I'm a relationship coach or no one's going to work want to work with me because I gained a few pounds and I'm a yoga teacher or I'm a health coach or now no one's going to not going to want to work with me because I, you know, I wrote a bunch of posts for social media that didn't get any likes, but I tell other people that I can help them write great posts. Like, right? Like, if if you're not willing to you know figure out how to be you with your emotions if 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 you're not willing to do that you're going to have a problem but if you are willing to do that if you are willing to know what tools you need a for yourself so that you can coach yourself out of those thoughts so that you can still show up for other people and and remind yourself that you are credentialed right whatever that means to you then you're going to be able to have a a long, successful business, which is what you're here for, and life, right, which is what you're here for. So, you know, this is like something that came up so much for me when I was teaching yoga, right, which was this whole idea of, of having, of being, of having Zen. Oh, I just want to be Zen all the time. I just want to be Zen. I don't want, you know, as soon as like, as soon as I leave yoga, um, you know, I'm out of my Zen. And I would be like, yeah, because as soon as you leave yoga, you become a human being out in the world full of other human beings, most of whom are not doing the same work that you're doing, right? So if you're doing all this work to like not be disturbed and to, and to have peace and calm inside, but no one else is doing that, that's going to impact you. Right. So, you know, I, I learned really early on that, like, I needed to teach people the importance of not expecting to be able to maintain your whatever you think is like the, I, the, the, you know, the ideal thing for you, inner peace, inner calm, weighing a certain amount, having perfection in all of your relationships, making shitloads of money constantly, whatever it is that you're like, that's perfect for me. When, when you do that to yourself, you're basically setting yourself up for disaster because there there ain't no such thing, you guys. There's just no such thing. There's no such thing as inner peace and calm that never gets disrupted. There's no such thing as like never having fluctuations. There's no such thing as having as not having stuff happen. And you can still be amazing at what you do. You can still have faith in yourself and your and your and all the work you've put in you can still know that you're still further along than somebody else and that's who wants to work with you always you're always further along than somebody else you're always qualified to work with someone who wants what you have and you have to be willing to see that what you have is awesome and to believe that someone else would be thrilled to be where you are and have what you have. And so when you turn around and say, hey, take my hand, I'll help you get where I am. That is golden. That is you living out your purpose and your mission. If you're constantly worried that you're not further along or someone else or somewhere else, if that's what you're thinking about, 
you are missing out on all of the opportunities that are there for you to help someone who's literally behind you and you're not even seeing them because you're busy looking somewhere else at someone who you think has more than you or is more right than you or is more qualified or is more better or who has more of a right to do what you do. And you're looking over there and you're missing all the people who are right behind you tugging at your shirt going, hi, what about me? Like I'm right behind you and I'd really love to be where you are right now. So if you're going to let all of that mishigas, Yiddish word, um, fuck with your head, it's going to be really hard for you to ever firmly root yourself and plant yourself down in like knowing that like no matter what is going on in your life, you are qualified. You just need to know what qualifies you. You need to be able to look at your own, your own outcomes, your own successes, and how you've helped others already. If you haven't yet, then sticking with your own and your transformation. And then you just need to be able to t- say that you can map that out and that you understand what those steps are to get there. So that you're not just walking around thinking that the only thing that validates you is like you being the living proof of it, right? That's only a part of it. The thing that really validates you is to be able to turn around and say to somebody, oh, you want to know how I'm going to help you? You want to know how I'm going to help you get these outcomes and results? Well, I'll tell you. It's with my signature system. It's with this transformational process that I have perfected, that I've gone through myself and that I know works, and I'm going to be able to help you go through that process too. And when you can articulate your signature system or your transformational process to someone, okay, they're going to believe you when you can really tell it to them the right way and with clarity. They're going to feel confident. It doesn't matter what you look like. Trust me. Obviously, you are not going to, you know, be able to tell someone that you can help them do something if there's nothing about you that resembles what you're saying. But I think that what I see happen a lot is this really harsh judgment of ourselves about what we think we need to look or seem or be like in order for other people to think that we're enough of an expert for them to want to work with us. So the work, what's the work? The work for you is looking back at your own outcomes and successes and transformation. And of course, your clients, if you have that, and being able to really outline what you know that system is. Because if you know that system, then you can teach it, offer it, share it, take people through it, no matter what's going on in your life. And you can always apply it to yourself when you start questioning whether or not you're walking the walk that you're talking. And that's what I do, you guys. When I have any moment where I'm like, oh, fuck, like, what if I don't get any more clients? I think that sometimes. You know what I do? I go, okay, what do I need to do? I'm going to go to my own system. I'm going to go to my own yellow brick road system. And I'm going to ask myself, what am I doing right now to attract? What am I doing right now to serve? And who might I be able to convert into a client right now? And I take myself through my system and also through my evolve system, right? When I'm having a thought and I don't want that thought, when I start thinking, oh, I probably hit my limit. I probably won't be able to make any more money than I made, or I don't know if I can get any bigger than I am. Oh, I'll just stay over here being like, you know, I'm good. Like I've got my podcast. And, you know, when, as soon as I start thinking that I have to take myself through my own evolve system of mindset. I have to ask myself, like, where is there room right now for me to put a wedge of light and expand? How can I start visualizing what I want so that I'm not getting caught up in, like, knowing that I can only stay where I am, et cetera, et cetera. I use my own systems, and you need to use yours. So if you don't have them yet, that's your next homework. (laughs) That's your work to do. So that is what I had to share with you today. And I hope that this helped you. I hope that this helps you to like see yourself, right? As being able to be simultaneously a human being and also qualified and amazing at what you do. And that that never changes. You don't get disqualified. The universe doesn't disqualify you. The only one disqualifying you is you if you let it happen. I 
Can't wait to be with you again. I will be back in your headphones next week. Thank you so much for listening. If you have never left a review for the show and you're liking it and you're leaving this episode feeling motivated or inspired, um, please go ahead and actually write a review on Apple if you have a moment. It it's it's so so helpful for the show and for us to expand and to get more people listening. And that's my mission is massive impact. My, my dream is to know that like a million people have downloaded this show. So we're not quite there. So let's make it happen. All right. I will be with you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. I want to thank you for all of your most generous reviews that keep coming in every week. We're gaining momentum on every platform. If you haven't already left a review of the show, please take a minute to do so the very next moment you have. And if you like what you're listening to, also make sure that you're following or subscribing so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. Stay tuned for next week's episode where I'm going into some super cozy coaching for you on how important it is to learn how to stay objective. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it. Mm